episode of Salvation Solutions. I am Aviance. I'm Aramis. And I am Pastor D. I just want to say thank you so much to my girl, the wife of Papa D, for holding it down for me. Oh, we, oh, oh that's right. We do need to welcome somebody back, right? They've been gone for like three, four months. How long have uh, they been gone? It's been a, at least a month. Yeah. It's been a, at least a month? At least a month. Okay. Oh, oh, oh welcome 30 back. Days. Look, 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 look. She ready to give me. She ready to give me. She giving a shout out. We tell him. As if I will not address this after the podcast. Well, That's fine. I just want oh, I just want this energy right here God. to still be here afterwards, okay? So when everybody has questions, I really don't want no questions. Uh, How does no this questions. work okay. again? The host is usually the last one off the stage, right? right? Usually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I should be able to get out of here on time. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. Get to my car a little bit quicker. Right, right. <laughs> no, Sister Les, she did a good job. She did. She did. She did. Job. I enjoyed it. She did a good job. I love it. So today we're talking about the flight of faith. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to jump into, so you want to start with talking about the kingdom of God first. So why is it important to talk about the kingdom of God first before we talk about the flight of faith? Well, I think it's important because I'm on this, I'm on this new thing now that I'm really, I'm really focused on differentiating between the kingdom of God and Christianity. Mm. I think I said on one of the last podcasts um, that that the greatest enemy to the kingdom of God is Christianity. And, you know, I want to say that carefully because just because I'm saying it like that doesn't mean that uh, every aspect of Christianity is something that God isn't, you know, uh, in. Um, what I want to do, though, is differentiate between the religiosity that comes with Christianity. If we if we really research the whole idea of Christianity as as a as a national religion, we have to go back to the days of Constantine when he made Christianity the formal religion of the government of Rome. At one time, you were persecuted, you were killed, you were ostracized, you were eliminated, you were excluded from the structure of society if you were a Christian. You had to hide out, couldn't do business in the community. But when Constantine supposedly had his experience uh, with Jesus, he then made Christianity the official religion of Rome. Now, if you weren't a Christian, you were persecuted, you were ostracized, you were set aside of societal structure and you weren't able to do business. So now everybody said, I'm a Christian. Johnny Doe, you know, who just did with it. Ah, I'm a Christian now, right? So now people people really joined the, the religion of Christianity without having a genuine experience with King Jesus. And Jesus didn't come to bring a religion. He came to bring a government and, and he entitled that government, the kingdom of God. So we have to understand that his message was repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That word repent means to return to the original way of thinking. You ask people that question, how was man originally designed to think? The answer is like God, mm-hmm. right? Well, Jesus said repent, why? Because the kingdom of God is at hand. If you don't have a mind, if you don't have a mind to repent and think like God, you won't grasp the principles of the kingdom. The reason you have, you have the faith that Christianity uh, propagates, but then you get the faith of the kingdom of God, which is a whole nother thing. Well, people have confused the faith of Christianity with the faith of the kingdom. And the faith of the kingdom is completely different and operates different, functions different. We've been separating kingdom faith from, from the faith of the religion of Christianity over the past several podcasts. Christianity's um, a description of faith is that it's blind, right? You ever heard from, I'm just going by blind faith. Well, guess what? Ain't nothing about the kingdom of God faith blind. We demonstrated that in the life of Abraham. Mm-hmm. Nothing blind about it. Well, 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 the religion of Christianity will tell you that faith is ignorant. You don't have, you don't, you don't know nothing when you're walking by faith. No, 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 no. That's not the case. No, the 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 the, the, the faith of the kingdom is is full of revelation knowledge. You know, you see, right? You can see what God has for you. And so we we've been making a difference between that and and everything that pertains to our salvation. You have to look at it through the lens 
of the kingdom of God, can not Christianity. You sure can. That's okay. why we're here. So, <laughs> okay, so that that whole blind faith concept, do you think it's because when you say you get a revelation when it comes to the kingdom of God, right? So sometimes the revelation that we get may be a vision. It could be a picture, but we may not know every single detail of how God is going to do it. Do you think that's where they get this blind faith that we may not know every single detail of this vision? Right. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly right. Some people say this and they also use this scripture for we walk by faith, not by sight. Right. Right. But what you're saying is, yeah, um, when you when you when you're talking about not knowing every detail. Right. Sometimes we don't know every detail, but I don't believe that's because God don't want us to know. Right. Abraham knew all the details like Abraham. Had, Abraham knew. Listen, if I kill you, he got to pick you up. Right. He got to bring you back. Right. So I believe I believe to the degree we give ourselves over to receive the details will be to the degree he reveals to us the details. See, God, listen, he don't listen. He don't want to leave no stone unturned. He wants you to know. He wants you to know everything that he is and everything about you. He wants you to know. In, in hearing all this. One of the things that stuck out to me was there's there's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. Right. Mm -hmm. When people get too caught up in the letter, that's how you end up with religion and what Constantine was getting into. One hundred percent. So. So. How. okay, Yeah. Right. So how, how do we how do we get away from being reliant on just the letter of the law because there has to be a process involved where we come into the true understanding of what we're reading. Mm -hmm. So what is that process? Well, it, it starts with, it starts with a true encounter with, with what I say, what we say, Holy spirit and, and intimacy with Jesus. Right. So mm -hmm. the first thing it, it comes into the, um, the relationship that Jesus talked about in John's gospel when he said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you another comforter. Mm -hmm. And I like what I like about that. Another is that to the same degree, Jesus comforts, Holy Spirit comforts. There's no, there's really no difference, right? He said, I'll send you another comforter. And that comforter's responsibility is to lead you and guide you into the revelation or the truth of the King and his kingdom. And so I think that's important that we, we were able to discern or to separate the letter uh, of the law and the spirit of the law, because the spirit, the spirit of the law, as Paul put it, is right. The law, ain't nothing wrong with the law. It was just that, it was just that man wasn't able to do it because of the, the, the power of the flesh to, the Bible says it was weakened through the flesh, the power of the flesh to weaken the efficacy of the law and its ability to, to assist man in, in fulfilling the role that God had called for him to fulfill. Well, the spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, ignites, so to speak, or animates, or brings alive the spirit of the letter. That's why Paul said the letter killeth, but it's the spirit of the letter that brings life. Right. There is a spirit of the letter, Holy Spirit, behind the letter that, that, that makes the letter holy, righteous, and good. But us not having the spirit of God within us, we're not able to touch the spirit of it. But now through new birth, through um, yielding, through submission, to acknowledging Holy Spirit in everything that we do, now we're able to have that spirit revealed to us. And now we can not only read the letter, but we can touch the spirit of the letter. And a lot of times when you, when you listen to people, you can discern the difference between the spirit of the letter or the letter itself. And so Christianity is, is, a, is a classic example of having the letter of the law. 
And when it comes to walking by faith, they try to take the letter and apply it to their life. Right. When that's not how it works. When, when the Spirit of God, does, what happens is the Spirit of God takes you and inserts you into the spirit of the life that he's called you to, and that's the faith life. And so we've been talking about the, our faith in our faith life series. We've been talking about the different aspects of faith. And so from a kingdom perspective, and, and one of the most important things to understand when you're talking about the kingdom of God is that the kingdom of God is governed and ran by the king. It's not a democratic process. It's not a republic. It is a king who has, whose sole intent is the, is the empowerment and the enrichment of the people. Right. And Jesus is the model king. He's a model. He's the example of how to govern a people. Jesus came to bring a kingdom. He said, repent because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm -hmm. And he came to establish a government and he wants the government to be inside of you. Where the word of the king is, there's power. Ecclesiastes said in Ecclesiastes 8, chapter 4, fourth verse. Where the word of the king is, there's power. I'm talking about what the word of the king is. There's authority, there's dunamis, there's ability, there's capability, what the word of the king is. Everything about the kingdom is about receiving the word of the king. If you receive a word from the king, then guess what? I don't care what anybody say. Right. I got all the authority, I got all the power to do it. That's why, that's why that makes it easier to, to walk in faith when you, when you separate yourself from the religion of Christianity and you embrace the kingdom of a king, Jesus. He's a king. And when the king speaks, the Bible says it's like this. It says, he upholds, it says, uh, um, he's the brightness of his glory in Hebrews, the, the, 11, the first chapter, the second verse. It says, Jesus was the brightness of the glory of God, the express image of his person. He upholds all things by the word of his power. His word is all powerful. His word is what holds his kingdom in place. When he gives you a word, when the king speaks a specific word to you, you can take it to the bank. It's it. That's it, right? So it's not about me taking a letter and trying to appropriate it to my life and call it faith. No, it's when the king speaks to you a particular thing about the life he's called you to live, which nine times out of ten is a completely separate life for the believer who comes to know the Lord uh, than it was prior to the Lord. Like when I use myself as an example, I was playing professional football and the Lord was saying, and, I, and I, it was harder for me to let go. But the thing that finally empowered me to let it go was when the Lord showed me the life that you had, as a, that you wanted, that you that you was striving for as a professional athlete, it was going, you know, you had you had what you thought it was going to bring you, what it was going to give you. He says, but the life that I have for you over here is just as powerful and is even more joyful for you. And when I saw the difference between the life that I chose for myself and the life that he had chosen for me, it made it easier for me to walk away. And so therein lies the difference. Once you enter into the faith life, now what I call the pre-planned flight pattern that God has for your life, now that takes over. Question, do you think Jesus sees any good in Christianity? Like, is there any good in it at all? I would say yes to that. I mean, because as we were talking previously that before we came on, I, I, I want to be very careful when I talk about this because I don't want there to be, um, you know, everybody start thinking, well, let's just throw the, 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 throw the baby out with the bathwater. I do believe that there are born again believers who are who've embraced the whole culture of Christianity because they didn't know better. They were they were they were led into that. Right. So I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to say that there's no good when it comes to. I'd rather say it like this. There's no God when it comes to Christianity because things can be good and be all off. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I wouldn't say that he would say he would he would he's 100 percent against all that Christianity represents. 
right? I do think there's some aspects of Christianity that's right. But remember now, remember, the devil, he can't make everything wrong. It'd be too easy to recognize it. If everything about it was wrong, you've got to have some good. Right. You've got to have something that's right about it to attract people. So that's, that's but, but it's still, when you look at it holistically, it's still the antithesis of the kingdom of God, right? It's, it's the religiosity of a Christianity that, that, that perceives itself to be um, the, the way or the path that God would have people to walk. And it's just, it's just, it's just too, too much religion involved in it for it to be something that we wholeheartedly embrace, right? So that's where you got to be careful. The Bible talks about let the wheat, let the tares grow with the wheat, right? You got to be very careful in, in, in how you pull, separate things. And, and, and so uh, we, we, we're, I'm, actually, I'm actually in the process of thinking about how to present uh, what I really believe is in my heart of, of, making a sep of making the distinction between the kingdom of God and what we call Christianity, you know? So uh, everything from, you know, uh, people who call themselves Christians, they just don't know better. You know, that's what they've been taught. Mm -hmm. You know, folks take the scripture. They was first called Christians in Antioch. I think that means that the, the church is supposed to be called Christian. No, that ain't what it means. You know, do you think it's the reason why some people would prefer the letter of the law over what God says? I simply think that comes down to ignorance, not knowing if you once you've experienced. Listen, listen, once you've experienced the sweetness of the spirit, oh, man, you don't want nothing else. That's like, you know. Once, once, you, once, you, once you had a, 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 an, an, angu an Angus beef steak, you know, that's like, man, that's been babied and pampered and nurtured. And now you show me something from, you know, supermarket down the street, man, I, man, listen, ain't no going back, <laughs> man, man. You keep that one, man. You had that one. <laughs> I don't want that one. So, so <sighs> a lot of times, and, and this is just from, from what I've, seen and, 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 and experienced a lot of times when people choose to, to abide in, um, Christianity, right. They, they start off in that process looking for the comfort, the structure, everything that comes with the religiosity of, of, of the belief. Right. But then they never move on from that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, 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 I, and it, it, it seems like the harder part for people who come in with that mindset is understanding what faith really is. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and getting to that point where, you know, they, they have an understanding that it's only through that faith that they will like really seek out God because that, that's a faith walk. That's not, yeah. I can just read the whole Bible and I'll find God somewhere right. in there. Like right. you got to be praying. You got, right. you, you know what I mean? Like there, there's a, there's, there's some work that goes into that, no you know? Um, but just talk about that a little bit because we, we do have a lot of people that get into it kind of for the, like, would you consider that to be the wrong reason to get into Christianity just for the structure, for the sake of, you know, having comfort or, 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 or is that, yeah just a base desire for it. Right, no, no, I think you, you're right on when you say, um, when you talk about why most people join a religion, is because they're looking for those things. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about the reason for, um, the reason for joining a religion, or the reason, uh, the reason for crying out to God, would be because there's a void, there's a void in the heart, in the soul of man, because of what man lost. You ask the question a lot of times, well, what did Adam lose? Well, he certainly didn't lose a religion. He definitely didn't lose Christianity. <laughs> right. Anyway, he didn't lose that at all. He didn't right. take that somewhere else. He lost a government. 
he lost the word dominion. He was given, well, uh, let's, 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 let's back it up. You can only lose what's been given to you. What was given to him? Dominion. Yeah. The word dominion is the word for king, kingdom, for government. Adam lost the government. He lost, he, lost, he lost direct access to the king. That's what he lost, right? So what is it that man hungers for? They don't hunger for religion. They hunger for relationship. That's what they hunger for. They're hungry for relationship. And the only option that we presented to them has been Christianity, which is a, is a, is a, is a as you said, a, a social club, a, yeah. a, a place where you can go and you can get everything you said. Yep. Right. When, when, when really God, it's about, it's about, man, reconnecting to a king and a kingdom and a government, like how we supposed to be living life. That's what it's all about. And we just got to be clear about that. I think what most people miss it at is that when they, even if they do join it for those those social reasons, I think there's a place where God will reach, reach, will reveal himself to him and they'll show him that this ain't, this is not what it's about. You know, I grew up completely unchurched. I didn't go to church a day in my life. And so the first church service I went to was preached by my teammate, Urban Fryer. I got saved in that church. Now, the blessing was I wasn't able to go back because we were in the midst of a football season. And then the next time I went to church, was it was I was I went to not a, a religious church but what we would call a spirit filled full gospel church. I went to a church that believed in everything from from you know speaking in tongues to laying on hands to all of the all of the gifts of the spirit and everything that goes into it. So I was I was I was in a in a culture uh, that that was open to the things of the spirit, right? Didn't grow up in in the Christian church at all, so I didn't have any of the hindrances that a lot of people have. A lot of the you know the bad teaching and the wrong doctrine and the and the mindset. Listen, man, I want God. I want all of God. That's all I meant. I just, who was this God that changed me and transformed me? That's all I wanted. I just wanted to know Him and I wanted to know who He wanted me to be. And so once I entered that mindset, then the faith life kicks in, right? And that's a whole separate life. That's a whole new life. That's a different life that God has for us. And that life is a pre-planned life that God has already orchestrated for us based on Jeremiah, the first chapter, verse five, when he says, listen, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Mm -hmm. That word know, that's very interesting. Very interesting. That word know means, it means to connect to, to communicate with. I believe what was taking place is prior to us coming through the doors of life, which, which is our parents, there's a conversation, there's a level of intimacy that we have, that we have with God, with Holy Spirit and with Jesus. And there's a discussion, there's a dialogue and tells us what we're called to do. The Bible says it like this in Ecclesiastes. It says, it says the, the eternal world or the things of the eternal spirit of God is, is bound up in the heart of man. I believe that's due to, due to sin. But, but I believe prior to us coming to earth, there's a communication, a dialogue between God and who we are as spirit beings. Mm. And, and we, we know, we know what we're called to do. And that's what he told Jeremiah. said, listen, before, before I formed in a month better, we had a, we had a, we had a relationship. Like we had a communion. Like we kicked it all the time. Like we talked good. Like, and I told you, listen, I told you everything about you. I told you what you was going to be called to do. I told you how you was going to do it. I told you the gifts and all that you had. He said, I knew you. Then he said, I, no, no, no. then he said, then he said, then he said, I, 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 uh, man, I want to be able to say it right because those words are important. He says, I knew you. Then he says, then he says, I ordained you. God, I'm like, I got it out of order. I want to get it right. Uh, I, Jeremiah, let's go to Jeremiah, the chapter one, verse five, I believe it is. Yeah, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And he says, before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. That's the word. I sanctified thee. He set you apart. The word sanctified means to set apart for a specific purpose, 
for a particular thing. It means it means to equip, to fully equip and to cause to have everything you need so that you can run this particular course. He says, I sanctified you and I ordained you. You know what? I, I, I spoke my word over you and I said, Aramis is gifted to do this and ain't nothing nobody can do about it. You're ordained to do this. You're empowered to do this. That's the faith life, right? I was living outside of that faith life. My, my challenge and our challenge as believers is to enter into the rest associated with the faith life. Once you enter into that faith life, now that pre-planned path that God has set for you, just like he did for Jeremiah, now all of that kicks in. Now I'm walking in a, in a degree of, of life that, that God intended for me to walk in. But if we don't understand the flight of faith, that then what we try to do, we try to say, you know what? You know what? The life that I was living on over here prior to salvation, I'm just going to carry over here with me into my life as a believer. Right. And, and there's a transition, no doubt, that takes place. Like you had to transition from what you were doing into what God has called you to do. You transition into that. But but you can't bring that plan that you, you know, concocted in your own mind over into the faith life. You look at the life Abraham was called to live. He was on his way to do something else with his daddy. God rolled up on him. No, no, no. Come on, man. I got something else for you. <laughs> going over here. <laughs> he rolled up on him. No, no, no. <laughs> I got something else for you. It's a whole Listen, new life. the past two weeks, the past two I've, weeks. I've, I've heard a little snippet. We, we've got we've gotten these interpretations, man. Yeah. It's just been priceless. Yeah. <laughs> he rolled up on him. Nah, come on, son. But you know come what on over thing? here, man. I got something for you. <laughs> so if you say that it's some sort of dialogue, some sort of conversation that we have with him before, before we come here, why is it then that once God speaks to us about who we are, what we are assigned to be, it's still hard for us to accept? Like, why doesn't something resonate? Oh, you have a little faith. Is it that? Okay, it's a faith issue. Something resonates. I believe, I believe, I believe is, 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 I don't think it doesn't resonate. At times it may not resonate, but that's, that goes into several things. First, that goes into, that goes into, do you know the language of God? Right. God got his own language. Mm -hmm. Right. You got to learn the language of God. Mm -hmm. and You learn the language by reading the written. Right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Most folks don't have an ear to hear because they haven't had a mind to read. Mm -hmm. Right. You got to read the written in order to hear the spoken. Right. So when we're talking about when we're talking about um, things not resonating, it's because I'm not I'm not positioned properly for it to resonate. I have everything that I need. But I got to get in the right. I got to get in the right position to hear. I got to. I got to have an ear to hear. And so when we talk about how is it that um, a person who's, you know, been 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 wanting to be a professional athlete all his life, and 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 all he's ever known was football, how does he go from doing that to him being a pastor? Him being a pastor. Because he's had to develop an ear to hear. He's had to develop time to see things differently. He, has to, he, had, to, he had to encounter the sight of faith, the might of faith, and now the flight of faith. And see that there's a whole other path that God wants me to walk down. Right. Your faith life that God ordained before you came through the before you came through your mother's womb, before he formed you in the belly. Your faith life has to be entered into, has to be discovered now. Once you discover it, now it's you got to see it as a as a comprehensive whole. From the first decision you make to enter into the faith life, there's now a series of decisions that go along with that, and that's what makes your life complete. That's what makes your life whole. I can use it from the natural. When I decided that I wanted to become a professional football player, there's certain things and the choices and decisions that would have to be made. I would have to 
you know, uh, go to high school, I'd have to go to college, I'd have to do certain things. You know, there's certain things I had to work out. There's certain things that go along with it. But when you enter into your faith life, is everything is already built in. All of your processes, all of your steps, all of those things that God has for you to do is already built in. All your provision, all of your strength, all of the grace, all of the favor, all of the forgiveness, all of that stuff is built in. And what this does, it relieves the soul from the struggles that Christianity places on us. Well, you gotta, you gotta pray all day, and you gotta do, you gotta ask God for this, and you gotta ask God for forgiveness, and you're just a sinner saved by grace. Oh, no, that stuff is all wrong. That stuff is all whacked out. Ain't no kingdom in none of that. Ain't, the king don't think like that. Listen, once the king grants you a pardon and issues you favor, you ain't gotta ask him for it no more. Hmm. That thing is over with. If the king pardons you from a particular sin, it is as if it never happened, but we don't think like a king. We don't think kingdom. We don't think that. You know, we think our democratic, you know, social justice, uh, you know, way of governing. Mm. The, Jesus brought a new way of governing. He brought a new way of thinking. Right. He brought the kingdom of God. The king, kingdom faith is viewed through the lens of the king. When the king speaks, that's it. That's final. When the king puts you on, a, when, like, like, like when, you read the, when you read the book of Ezra and you read Daniel and you read Nehemiah, the king gave them letters to carry with them. And if you have any problems, show them this letter. Mm -hmm. Man, folks start getting out the way. When you, when you show them the word of the king, oh man, that's it. Okay, so do you, you have a question? Nope. Okay, so in speaking of terms of the pre-planned path, my question is, if someone is to take this flight of faith, they had a revelation, they heard God, they go. Um, once they do whatever God tells them to do and certain obstacles come into play, um, how, how are they to know that they are still on that pre-planned path and that they aren't now making it their own mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in order for certain things to come? That goes back to one of the things we said earlier. Um, my sheep know my voice. And the voice of a stranger they shall not follow, right? There's a, there's a degree of knowing, and I'm not talking about a, 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 a mental ascent. There's a degree, a degree of knowing by, by revelation in the spirit that comes with walking by faith, right? There's going to be obstacles, like, 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 like living, the faith life, living the faith life is like flying, flying against the jet stream. It's like flying against the 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 the, the mm -hmm. current of life is you you you're going in an opposite direction right mm -hmm. what most folks don't understand about the faith life that it's it's a law faith is a law in Romans the third chapter twenty seven verse it talks about what what for is boasted in it is excluded by what law the law of works nay but by the law of faith so you got to be in the mindset of the law of faith right so the the faith operates as a law once you enter into a law the law then governs your activities it it it, it takes over what happens to you and how you function. When we enter the law of gravity, man, gravity kicks in, now we nail to the ground, we walk around, we, you know, we, don't, we don't get lifted up, that whole thing, right? When you enter the law of lift, when you enter the law of lift, it then supersedes the law of gravity. So once you enter into a certain law, when you enter into the law of faith, now the life of faith kicks in. Well, when a person is in, in the law of faith, and, and, and you are, you say, let's say you, you, um, you fall out of it, so to speak, or you, you, you make a wrong decision that wasn't in line. You, you know by the spirit, like you know, like God will first like to speak to you from the inside out. You know by the spirit, but then he can speak to you from the outside in. Case in point, when me and Leslie left 
we left Buffalo, we went back to Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. We left here because of the pressures that came upon me when I decided to walk away from football and the opportunities that we thought we might have in Chicago. But it wasn't God's, it wasn't in our faith life to go there, right? And I knew, I knew that and it just didn't feel right, but I went anyway from the time we were there. And, 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 and that feeling, eventually, I, I override it. And then I don't, I don't feel it. My conscience is seared now to that feeling. So now he can't speak to you from the inside out. What do we start doing? He'll start speaking to you from the outside in. I believe he'll first send somebody to talk to you. You don't listen to them. Now the circumstances will speak to you, mm. right? So you'll know, you'll know by one of those three ways. Either God will speak, can speak to you from the inside out, or God will send a voice to you from the outside, or now your circumstances get with you. Most folks got to deal with them circumstances. Right. Most folks, right. folks got to deal with circumstances, right? right? That, I mean, that's just the way it is, yeah. right? You, you would hope, you would, as you grow in grace and in the knowledge of God, then you become more uh, astute or in tune with the dictates of the Spirit. But, but most folks got to get them knocked upside the head a little bit, right? Most folks got to go through some heartache and some pain. And you got to sit back and look at them like, this can't be God. Man, I'm out of here, right? Yeah. So, and that's how it is. For us, we were fortunate enough that once, once we overrode the intuitive voice, we were still open to hearing the man that God sent to us from the outside and spoke to us about geographical favor and, you know, this whole concept of God having a preplanned path for you. And I heard it. I'm like, yo, listen, this this is this it. We got to go. And so we was able to go, go back. But but once you enter into that law of faith, it's just like this. It's just like this. Once you once you enter into the law of gravity, right? Or let's let me put it another way. Once you enter into the law of lift, once a plane enters into the law of lift, you shut the engine off on that plane. You know you done came out of the law of lift. Real fast. <laughs> <laughs> you realize it. <laughs> you shut the engines off. <laughs> They don't know that it came out of the law of lift. <laughs> right, immediately. Immediately, they don't know. <laughs> Same way with the faith life. Right, when you're walking in the faith life, mm -hmm. man, that thing is a flow. It's a flow to it. Yeah. It's a rhythm to it. It's a harmony to it. Listen, when you get out of rhythm and you get out of harmony, you're going to know something ain't, something, something ain't right here. Yeah. So then are you, are you then saying that with a pre-planned faith comes a certain kind of community? Because I, I, I feel like we all have blind spots sometimes that yeah. we don't see. So in that, in that pre-package, is, is there like a community that always comes with that or not, not so? No doubt about it. It's a community. That's why the Bible says forsake not the, the, the uh, assembly of yourselves together. Right? The, 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 the idea of kingdom is, is community. The idea of kingdom is family. The idea of kingdom is fellowship. The idea of kingdom is oneness. See, that's the idea of kingdom. See, Christianity, you know, it, it, ain't, it ain't about oneness. You, you can believe what you want to believe. You can think what you want to think. You can vote for who you want to vote for, right? You can, you can be about whatever you want to be about. That's Christianity, you know? But the kingdom is all, about, is all about what you see in the book of Acts in the first couple of chapters. You know, they, they got together every day and they broke bread. It's about, it's about a, a community of kings is what it's really about. It's about a community of queens. It's about a community of people who, who have a king that they look to for direction. They have, a, they have a, a governor, Holy Spirit, who they follow into the truth, into the reality that God has for their life. That's, that's the community. So there'll be a community, there'll be a community that will foster you entering into the faith life. There'll be a community that can speak to your blind spots. They, there'll be a community, there'll be people that can say to you, listen, this is what I noticed about where you're going. I think you might be going down the wrong path. There's a community. That's what it's all about. It's community. So would you say that if, if someone was isolating themselves, that is an indication that they're probably off this pre-planned path? No doubt about it. I was just in, a, in my own life. I just reached out to an organization 
and said, listen, I feel like I'm isolated and I know that ain't the way of God. I, I need to connect with a, with, a, with a group of believers, hopefully that we can believe in our, on, a, on at least close as we possibly can, be believing the same things, right? I know that part of, part of Satan's plan to pull you out of your faith life is to isolate you, right? I believe that happened with the woman. I know you got some, I know Christianity will tell you Adam was standing right there. Man wasn't standing right there, man. You gonna tell me you gonna be standing right there and let the man come up and talk to your woman like that? No. Nah, I ain't going down, I ain't going down. Man wasn't standing right there, he was, she was off doing whatever she was doing, he was doing what he was doing, right? Point is, isolation is not what, what, um, what God would have for you, right? To take it one step further, independence is not what God has for you. We got the wrong idea of, of independence. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. That's Christianity for you, though. Okay. Now go ahead and explain yourself before <laughs> they you talk, They talk independence. <laughs> folk, folk, folk. you already know. See, we, 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 fight for, we celebrate independence, but it's not kingdom independence. Kingdom independence is you have to learn to, you have you, true liberty, a true independence can only be had when you're, when you're under, when you're under the, um, when you're under the governing uh, powers that you're supposed to be under, like 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 true independence, like like doesn't mean doesn't mean you don't have restrictions. True independence doesn't mean you you don't have oversight. Like you take a fish, mm-hmm. fish are truly free. I mean, tell me, think about it. I mean, they 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 free to swim. Fish are truly free to do be fish. Yeah, but you take them out of water. What happened? Yeah, that's dumb. They're dying. But now underwater, though, in the restrictions of water, mm-hmm. he great. Mm-hmm. He good. See, independent. See, the fish is fishing. Well, I want to be independent of water. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Throw him on the ground. <laughs> see, see, independence, as we think about it, Americanized independence and Christianity is you free to do whatever you want to do. Right. That's not yeah. true. That's not kingdom independence. Mm. That's not kingdom kingdom independence is that you're free to be who it is God created you to be within the restrictions that he's put placed upon your life. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, man, I can't think of the scripture. There's a scripture that comes up that, that speaks to that. Um, the restriction. Even, even Jesus was the most independent, the most free man that you could ever know and walk the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. But he said, I'm only called to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He was limited in what he was called to do. He was even limited in what he could do for people. Folks so didn't believe. Th- this is not. This is not even really about a, a, a set of rules. This is about a discipline. This is a. This is a lifestyle. So I, I equate this to any other discipline that you can think of: yoga, martial arts, whatever. Those are all disciplines. Those are all systems by which you you operate within a set of guidelines, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's only in that set of guidelines that you can prosper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and and be everything that God has called you to be. And I think I think the mindset of it be, between the two, between, you know, the faith life and Christianity is is that separation. People people get turned off by, you know, well, I got to do this on on a Sunday and I got to do communion. I got like what what if I don't feel like it? Oh, okay. Like you said, you can be independent of that, yeah, but you won't you won't reap the benefits. You no. won't reap the, you won't get the relationship. Right. You won't get everything the, the life that comes from that. Amen. And that's important. Very important. Very important. And that's, and that's where people get off. Like what we was just saying, Jesus Jesus was 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 free as you could ever be, but he still couldn't do whatever he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right? You go you go you, you go. Jesus go and try to do something, folks, and they didn't believe. Man, they run him out of town. <laughs> Man, I can't do nothing. I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gonna go on down the road, right? People came to Jesus, asked him to leave. What did he do? 
He left. That's him leave. So he, our idea of independence and liberty is so much different than the kingdom's idea of independence and liberty. Our idea of the faith life, there's a liberty that comes with the faith life, but there's also restrictions mm -hmm. within that faith life. You can't just do what you want to do, right? The example we use as a, of a fish, use the example of a bird. They got the liberty to fly, but they just can't fly where they want to fly. You know, Papa D, I'm even thinking like in a practical sense, if I think of when... As teenagers, when we become 16, 17, we love to be independent. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> it comes to a point where now your parents are allowing you more independence. So sure, you could go out and you could be out until midnight, whatever the case may be. And the great thing about the restriction of being in your in your parents' home is that when I come back, I still have food there, right. my bed is there, I don't have to pay for, for no bills. But yet, if I still wanted to truly have this independence to get my own apartment, Fine, you can do that. I bet you still gonna come in at the same time, but now you ain't got no food. Right. Now you're gonna have bills and everything. Right. So it's it's so now I could practically understand about having having that honestly that protection. Right. That's it's what not it like is. protect like restriction sounds like protection. Mm -hmm. Right. So, no, that's what yeah. it is. No, that you yeah. that, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. The restrictions that God places upon us within our faith life is for our protection. Man, I can't think of the scripture. Lord, bring the scripture back to me before we over, put the show over with. Um, that speaks to um, the, the parameters that God places in your life are to protect you, not to keep things from you, but they're to protect you. I'll give you one. This ain't the scripture I was talking about, but I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a parameter that God, that, that's a kingdom uh, governing process to life that we, we look at as a limiter, but it's really to protect us. And that's, that is how you... End, into relationships, right? That's that's um, sex before marriage. That's um, uh, what's the word? What they call it? Um, abstinence, right? That's you know. And I used to wonder why 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 was there's a lot said about that from the scripture, but that's really there to protect you. Because how many people now? How many relationships fall apart? How many relationships are broken now because of premarital relationship that they've had? Yeah. How many? So so it's it's there to it's a protection, right? What's what's restricted from us? What's withheld from us is not because not because he's a he's a, a king that wants to keep things from you and he and because he got all authority he can do it. No, it's to protect you. See, when we look at everything from the from the love of a king, right, and the compassion of a king, then we'll see things the way we're supposed to see them. Right. Christianity doesn't allow you to look at it from the compassionate and the loving side of a king. They look at it from a religious perspective. And how we define religion is when man puts together and decides how he wants to approach God instead of accepting the way God would have himself to be approached. That is how we define and separate religion from relationship. Is when I say, this is how I want to approach God. This is how I want to pray to God. This is how I want to give to God. This is how I want to love to God. This is how much I want time I want to give to him. That's religion. When you say, Lord, I embrace how you want me to give to you. Lord, I embrace how you want me to relate to you. Lord, I embrace how you want me to live my life. Lord, I embrace your way of faith. That's relationship. And therein lies the difference. Where the kingdom of God is all about the king. It's all about the king and the king's will. It's all about how the king wants things to be done. King, how you want me to walk by faith. And how we walk by faith, we, when we look at Abraham, it's a, different, it's a different life, right? We look at the woman with the issue of blood. She had a desire. She had a way that she wanted to get her healing. But guess what? It didn't work. She don't spend all the money with the doctors. She went to the doctors. She spent all the, everything she had. And, 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 and that's not a knock on doctors. That's just in, the, in that particular instance. She just, she just, she had her mind how she wanted to be healed. Well, guess what? When she heard something and she pressed away to touch the hem of the garment, her faith put on a whole different path. Right. And that's the one thing that I want us to see, that the flight of faith, the flight of faith had its, has its own 
pre-planned path for you to walk down. And we can't mix the two. There's no mixture. You can't take a little bit of how you was living prior to knowing Christ and mix it with, the, with what it was that God wants you to do. You have to sit back and let the king and his governing processes dictate and determine how you live your life. And that's the life of faith. Too often, we try to pull into that life things that we've done and things we've come up with and it ain't acceptable before God. You know, and I think that's the major difference in how we how we are to walk by faith and embrace the flight of faith. The flight of faith is already planned for us. It's already programmed for us. There's already everything we need, every, all the direction we need, all the all the insurance we excuse me, all the insurance we need, everything that we need, everything, everything the pilot needs when he show up to fly the plane has already been provided. I love what you said and how you said it. Even your even your 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 nonverbal did it when you sat back. It seems like a point of silence mm-hmm. because I feel like in this day and age with social media, is you're always hearing everything. And even I've I've read an article where it says even when you don't have a message popping up on your on your phone or, or anything, we we still pick it up for whatever reason. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's just a thing. We always need to be receiving something. And I think that the one thing we don't know how to do is to be silent to receive. Oh, you, you don't hear. I was just listening to a man talk about talk about um, the the propensity of fallen man, and I and I believe this is a this is a result of the spoiling of the dominion principle that God has given to man. But the principle of fallen man is always to do something to fix it, mm. to do something to fix it. When the principle of the kingdom is, I'll fix it. I'll take care of it, right? Our king is taking care of every aspect of our life. The greatest example we have of that is Isaac. Isaac is the prototypical son that received everything that he needed, right? Everything that he needed, Abraham provided for him, right? That is like the model of faith. When we're, whenever we talk about faith, you got to look at Abraham. You got to look at Abraham and you got to look at the relationship with Isaac. I mean, that's, that's the perfect model for it. Well, well as you said, the faith life is designed <clears throat> to be a life of repose, right? And don't confuse repose with, with hard work and, and, and obstacles and overcoming. That's still part of it, but it's done from a different position. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. He said, come unto me, all you that, that, are, that are heavy laden and burdened. And he says, take my yoke upon you, for I will give you rest for your soul. It's a rest. Even though, even though I'm fighting the fight of faith, it's still a rest involved in me fighting the fight of faith. It's a repose. It's like, man, I'm not worried. Man, it's not, I'm not riled up. It's like, I'm not panicky. I know, like I was talking to, I was talking to a sister, right? I was talking to a sister. And, um, you know, she was expressing, she was trying to do something while we were talking. And, and she, I could tell she was getting frustrated. Now, because of what I know about this sister, I said, because she's a thinker. Mm. I said, listen, why are you getting frustrated? You're going to figure it out. Because I know her. I'm just so, it just won't, uh, calm down. You're going to figure it out. Just keep at it. You gonna, but you don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to get all frustrated because mm-hmm. you're going to figure it out. Right. I know you're going to figure it out. I was so confident. I said, when you figure it out, call me back. <laughs> Ten minutes later, she called me back. I figured it out. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would figure it out because she's a thinker. I knew you would figure it out. Yeah. You're going to figure it out. So figure it out. It's the same way with our faith. God got this thing already worked out. He got it worked out. As I walk by faith, as I'm led by the Spirit, it's going to work out. 
Right. That's that. It's a rest. And I said, you could. I said, I said, remember, before we got on the phone, you was fussing and you was, you know, you was all upset. You could have figured it out without that. You could have figured it out without that. You could have stepped back, took a deep breath and then figured it out. But Christianity tell you, you got to go cry. You got to go pray. You got to go yep. fast. You got to go. Oh, man. Get well, don't say that probably me. because fasting is still. A I know. Thing. I shouldn't I say it like that. Yeah, That's why I say. I got to be careful how I say it. believe in fasting. <laughs> right. I got to be careful how I say it. I got to say, you will take your word It's got to happen from the inside out, not from the outside in. Now, if God lead me on the fast, okay, I get it. But I, I got to be. That's why I say I got to be careful because, because there is some good and some right about Christianity. Don't get me wrong. It's just we got to be able to separate the religion or the religiosity of that culture from what's truly kingdom and what's truly real. And, that, and therein lies, therein lies the, the, um, the importance of what we're talking about right now and then some of the dangers. Because if you just, as I just said, like you just, I'm glad you called me. If I just say, well, Christianity will have you saying go fast, break, then people think, well, I ain't, we ain't got to fast break. No, that ain't what we're saying. There's a time and a season for it. You have to be led into it, right? Avians can be led in a, a 40 day fast and, 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 and it'll break some yokes and it'll pull down some strongholds in their life. And then and then I sit back there and I say and I say, well, Avians fasting and prayed for 40 days. Maybe I should try it. And I go try and fast and no nothing happened. Right. <laughs> but she was led into her fast. Right. She was led into her fast. Well, I wasn't. I'm just doing it because Avians did it. No, God got, got a little need into it. Well, some people actually think that they should do fasting as, as a lifestyle. Do you? No, I believe in that. No, okay. I, I, I fast as a lifestyle. Right. Okay. I, I believe that it's a lifestyle. But that's different, right, than, than, the, than the special occasions of 40-day fast. 40 day, 40, fasting for 40 days is not, is not a part of the lifestyle of faith. Right. No, that's just, that's just uh, 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 something that happens on occasion. Whereas, whereas, I remember Kenneth Hagin was the first one to introduce me to a, a fasted lifestyle where you, you go through many or micro resistances of things that, that, that you know, would hinder you from, from fulfilling who it is God has called you to, fulfilling the purpose God has called you to fulfill. You know, so if it comes to, you know, when it comes to eating food, instead of eating three pieces of chicken, I might eat two, right? Instead of eating, you know, uh, you know two spoons of, 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 you know, rice, I might eat one. Right. So whatever that, whatever that is. But again, it's all about you being led into it. The thing, if we can say anything about the faith life, it's about it's a spirit led life. It's not a life of, um, you know, you coming up with what you want and how you want it to be done. It's a life of faith. And every every step of faith is the Bible says we go from faith to faith. It's a it's a pre-planned process. One step of faith leads to the next step of faith. One step of faith leads to the next. And so we got to follow God's plan. And I think the flight of faith has already been programmed. The flight of faith has already been decided. The flight of your life has already been put into motion before you came through the mother's womb, according to Jeremiah 1 and 5. And that's what we got to see. That we got to see more comprehensive than what we see it. Right. We can't limit. We can't limit how comprehensive the faith life is. We got to see it as a whole life. Religion versus relationship. Say it again. Religion versus yes. relationship. Right. And, and that's what it comes down to. Religion um, instead, of, instead of relationship. We just ran out of memory card on this one. And on the other. How long have we been on? They just went out right now. How long have we been on? Oh. About 40, about 40, okay. 49 minutes. So we don't have, so no more life on the card. So that one ended a long time ago. Correct. 
we need we need to close the show. But we don't have no memory. Uh, can we delete an old video that's on here? Yeah. Yeah, do that. I started to go get new cars. Matter of fact, I bought some in Chicago and left them in Chicago. Ooh. But I started to go get some. Yeah, I should have this week. They can't find it. I was sitting on the couch. That's the last place I remember having them. Because I bought a case and everything, and I think it might have fell in between the couch. You know, but. I was I wanted to get some clarity on this since since we're gonna close now, and I didn't want to take up too much time with it, but Bro, it. Do this. You got like a piece of lint on your Okay. Gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it sounds like it sounds like when you talk about the faith life, we're supposed to be in and and Jesus was essentially right reliant on being led by the spirit in everything. Is that accurate? Amen. That's 100% accurate. That's so, 100%. So 100%. we've been given our brain, our mind to That's what I'm trying to understand. Okay. The, the, the 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 purpose if the purpose of the spirit is to be led into the relationship, the direction, everything that God has for you. Right. Right? Right. The purpose of the mind and all that is what? It's to understand. Right. It's to understand okay. Okay. everything that God has called you to and purposed you to and led you into. It's to understand. It's to understand and then and then um, house the wisdom. Okay. Okay. Right? The wisdom in in how you've accomplished previous faith accomplishments. Right? It's to house the wisdom in that. So this is the mouse. Right. This is the processor. Right. And the storage unit. Right. 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 And then what's the physical body and all that? The physical body is the is the is the is the um, the uh, the 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 executionist or the the part that carries out the um, the, process. okay. the processes. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. It's, 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 it's the part that. So essentially the mind. and Oh, this is good. So the, the, the mind and the body. It, though. I know. Yeah. I know. We have eight minutes. Is that enough? Yes. Yeah. It's going to have to be. Yes. Yeah, well, can you delete one more? Give me well, 10 minutes. I mean, do you care? <laughs> no. As long as they're old. Go back to the late, the, the late, the earliest date or the last date. I, I'm sure I got them. We done used all of them already. I just say I just got to delete the thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like they should, some of these are already deleted, but they still show me that they're in. And when I click on them, it makes that sound. Yeah. What is that? What is, how is that in that? Is that embroidered? Is that embroidered or is that screen print? What is that? Uh, no, that's em- embroidered. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You got that made? My my cousin, he has this um this tr- this trust God movement. So how, he has- how who we go to to do a shirts? Mm, I don't know. I need you to find it out. Okay. I don't know. What kind of answer is that? I don't know at this moment. There we go. Right. That's Fifty-four minutes. Fifty-four minutes. Yeah. Hold on, I we got, don't need I got all you. that. Come uh, on. Did you order those hats? Yeah. Uh-oh. 
There you go. You got yours back. You got yours back. Thank you. I tell you the truth, boy. I tell you, thank you for the answer. You know what I mean? Because the word says, take the plank out of your own eye before. I know I said. Thank you. All right, come on. Let's get this over. We'll deal with the hat coming in. Thank we'll get you, back bro. to that Because I knew it had to be a plank somewhere over there, but... Oh, we caught it. We caught it. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so you, you want to start yeah, over? Yeah, we got to start over. We got to go. We got to go. Oh, man. Right okay. So, so the... the, the I, and then what I was trying to fi- this. What I was trying to figure out was, I was trying to get some clarity as to the, the, the role, the roles of the spirit, the mind, and the body, mm-hmm. right? So, when we were talking about this, it occurred to me we are supposed to be doing every everything spirit led, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. that's the way Jesus operated, and so in that, I, I I started to think, okay, well, what's what's the 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 purpose of the mind? And you said to understand, to understand or grasp an understanding of what the spirit knows. Right. right. There's a difference between the Bible knowing yada is the word yada. When, when we said, when we quoted Jeremiah, when the Bible says, before I knew thee, that's the word yada. It means an intimate knowing. That's a knowing that, that, that the mind may not understand yet. Mm-hmm. Like you know certain things about certain things, aspects of life that you don't really understand why, why that is. Like I just had an experience where I, I picked something up about somebody. I knew it in here, but then today somebody I'm like, I knew that's what I, I, I knew it, but I didn't have an understanding. The mm. mind is designed to grasp an understanding of what the spirit knows about your faith life. Okay. Now that I understand. So, so the, the spirit of God speaks to me to, you know, to write a book. Well, now, now it's my, it's my mind. It's, I'm responsible now to getting my mind wrapped around what my spirit knows. That's okay. why you pray. That's why we worship God. That's why we meditate, so that the mind can get a can, can uh, get an understanding of what the spirit knows, so that we can now carry out what it is God has called us to do. So this was the part that 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 I got really interested in because I I I, I separated the three at first, mm-hmm. but the more I thought about it and the more I put it all together, the mind and the body should be operating as one. As one. Through the purpose of how the spirit is led. Exactly. Exactly. That's and that, that's really cool. Like, you know, because what, what, what I said, like originally what I said was the spirit is the mouse. Right. If we're thinking about ourselves yeah, as, a, yeah. as a as a computer, as a as a uh, an operating unit. Right? right. The spirit is the mouse. Right. That's that's the direction. That's the cursor. Right. And then you have the the processor and the memory bank, right? Right. Right. To to store the wisdom and the knowledge and, and experience and all that, right? But at the same time, the body remembers that too. The body the body moves in that direction too. The body right. is 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 processing everything right. as it's being directed at the same time too. So it's it's really interesting to kind of look at that dynamic as that's really it it it, it kind of presents a goal spiritually. If if we're not being led in everything by the spirit, if we're not using our mind in, in that, in that, in that fashion and our body is not unified with the mind operating in that fashion, then what are we really doing? Right. See, Christianity don't know about the mind. Right. They don't know about the spirit. Right. They, they, they got, they got, a, they got a logical understanding of the Bible. They don't have a spirit understanding of the Bible. They got the letter, but not the spirit. Yeah. Right. So what we got to do is we got to do is we got to tap into the, 
the, uh, the mind of the spirit so that the mind of the soul can understand and then give orders to this earth suit, really. The body is really the earth suit that God gave man so that we can function the way we need to function here in the earth. It's a whole nother dimension. It's a whole nother realm, right? We have, a, we have what they call celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies. This is our terrestrial body. Then we have a celestial body that the angels have. So there's, there's, because of the, the, um, the different realms, right, the spirit realm and the natural realm, then there's the necessity for this earth suit. And this earth suit is designed to follow the lead of the soul, which gets its lead from the spirit. But we got that thing turned upside down when sin came in, right? You got to trademark that, Pop. What's that? That earth, that earth suit. <laughs> that earth suit, right. Earth right. Suit. You got to so, trademark that. That's good. So, so what happens, though, but, but, but Jesus came to turn the world right side up, mm. not upside down. I know folks running around talking about turning the world upside down. No, 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 no. <laughs> we ain't called to turn the world. We're already upside down. Right. They take the scripture. They take the scripture that they quoted in, in, uh, in, in Paul it says these are the men that turn the world upside down. But the, 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 the world was saying that mm. yeah. the person that was upside down was the one saying it. No, Paul it was turning the world right side up. But from their perspective, it was upside down. Right. From God's perspective, we're here to turn the world right side up. And so that's what we're called to do. And that's and that's when you get the mind under under the authority of the soul, because the soul now is under the authority of the spirit. That's how that process works. When you walk in in faith, when you when you enter into the flight of faith, that's how that works. You have you have the spirit that receives his instruction from Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You have the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. The mind gets in tune with, the, with what the spirit knows. The will now has become one with God's will, and you, your your passions, your emotion now is the fuel that moves you and pushes you toward it. And then you got your body, which is designed to help you carry out and execute what it is God has called you to do. Yeah. That's how that process works when we're talking about the faith life. That's good. Amen. Anything else? That, that's it. That's full? it. I promise that's it. <laughs> no, no. This is all good. This is all good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Salvation Solutions. Make sure you continue to be safe and be blessed.